to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. We create and build insanely happy workforces for companies around the world. We believe that by creating better people at work, they will create better businesses and better businesses build a better world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the most inspiring podcasts in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello, all you crazy happy people out there. Welcome to another episode of Happiest Places to Work. I am Amy Dix, your host with Choose Happy. And today we have Elizabeth Hart with us. And Elizabeth has one of the un- most unique titles I think I've seen. <laughs> and so I'm so excited. She is the Senior Vice President of People for a company called Axon. I cannot wait to dig into this. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Amy. We're thrilled to be here today. Thank you. So did you come up with this title? Did somebody come up with the title for you? How, does, how do you get the, how do you get that title? No, I love it. Um, uh, you know, it's a glorified uh, title for HR. <laughs> it's the, But the people is what matters most, right? So at the end of the day, your, your people are the backbone of your organization. It's most valuable asset any company has. Um, and, and so it's a big, it's a big role. We want to make it a big deal, right? We, we love our people. So, uh, it's fitting. It is a big deal. And, uh, you know, I love it's just, even just from that simple title, I already feel like if I work for this organization, I already feel like the organization gets it, you know, like, Oh, we get it. So uh, you joined in 2019 or you've had that title since 2019. Okay. I joined in 2019 uh, and I was a director at the time. And then uh, by end of 2020, I was officially in the role. Awesome. Well, congratulations on moving up and through the company. I love it. Uh, They obviously see a lot in you and I'm sure that you felt like it was a fit uh, with that. So tell us kind of, um, why you felt that Axon was a good fit for you to be human resources, but really the director of people. <laughs> at the time. I've been in the company for three big reasons. Um, those of you who don't know much about our company, our mission is to make the bullet obsolete and our vision is to protect life, protect truth, and to accelerate justice. So if you can't get behind that mission in yeah. and of itself, Yep. Um, the mission sells a lot. And it's just the, the work that we're doing um, is so impactful at the end of the day. Um, the second reason I joined, I had an opportunity to interview with people at all different levels, our president, our CFO, down to interns uh, across the organization. When I look for a company, I look for uh, a company that I know that I can grow and be challenged in. But I also look at the people, right? I want to make sure that at every single level, I feel like I can learn something from those individuals. And I found that with our culture. And so uh, that really got me excited to join the organization. And then thirdly, very, very fast growing tech company. Um, It was, uh, you know, seven years ago, I would say organization really looked at HR more as an administrative function, more mm. reactive function. Yeah. But they had this desire to really, they, they value their people and they knew that they could do so much more there. And there was this willingness to invest from the top 
in people more. And so I knew I could come in and have a drastic impact and really help move the needle, um, both for our employees, but also at the end of the day for the organization as as a whole um, to really help accelerate growth. I mean, that's amazing. There's some really great nuggets in there too for other people who are looking for jobs uh, or seeking to be more aligned uh, with the company that that they're with. So, you know, that's your personal story. But again, (laughs) some really good advice in there for other people too. And, you know, so you hire for hundreds of different positions uh, throughout the company. So, what what is like the number one thing that you're looking for uh, when you're hiring to make sure that it matches your culture? Yeah, so we truly believe in our values. Our values aren't just words up on a wall um, every day. I mean, we we aim far. We expect candor, right? So when I'm looking at talent, I'm looking at people that can think creatively outside of the box that are different from maybe some of the employees that we currently have in place. That diversity, that diversity of thought drives innovation, drives uh, disruption in the market, right? So we want that diverse talent. I would also say that um, we, another value is expect candor. Um, And so we want people to, just because someone that's more senior than you has this idea. We want people to, you know, be transparent, be open, push back. Right. Um, And we really value that. So we kind of ask questions along the lines to test for those things during our interview process. Um, And then another big value I would say is win, right? Right. At the end of the day, yes, every company wants to grow. They want to grow fast, but we want to do it the right way and the Mm. ethical way. And that's really integrity. I have a very high, high, high bar for integrity. And so that's, that's another one that I tend to hone in on as well. Yeah, I want to talk about candor for a moment, because I think it's something that a lot of organizations say. It's a really great buzzword. Uh, And, you know, you mentioned earlier that your values are not just something up on a wall. So everything that you just mentioned are not just buzzwords for you either. And so, uh, you know, what's the biggest challenge when it comes to that candor? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, at the end of the day, we we can get in a room and we can brainstorm and we can whiteboard and we can have different points of view, right? But when you walk out of that meeting, we have to have, hey, we're going to, this is the decision and this is the way that we're going to run, right? And it's okay if we try something and we fail and we pivot after, but at some point you've got to get alignment to ensure that you're able to move that ball forward. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, What about like the biggest challenge that you saw when you first entered the organization? I mean, it sounds like they really prioritized or Exxon really prioritized people and wanted to have this like proactive approach. And there had to have been some challenges that you initially faced as well. Yeah, I would say the company is just growing at such a fast, fast, fast pace. I mean, if anyone looked at our financials, they would be blown away year over year, just kind of killing our our targets and and moving into new markets. Um, But with that growth, that could be extremely hard. Not always do you have um, developed processes in place or uh, top of the line systems. And so definitely over the past two years, the, the company has gone through a lot of also investment in our infrastructure, right, to make sure that we can continue to build for scale. Um, so that, that, that would probably be one big area. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, 
What do you think, you know, people who are listening to this, they might be sitting there in a similar position working for a company that's growing really, really fast, understands those challenges. Those are real challenges. (laughs) They really are. Those are real challenges that come along with fast growth. You know, what advice do you have for them in order to kind of like take a breath, take a step back and really make this thing work without sacrificing uh, the, the happiness within the within the company? Yeah, I think, um, look, at the end of the day, you, you have to prioritize. There's only so many hours <laughs> in a day, right? And so you have to you have to learn to prioritize, okay, what's, what's the biggest bang for our buck at this point in time? Um, I would also say you have to learn to embrace change, right? I think a lot of people um, get frustrated in the moment because just change, right? Constant change. If you're growing at such a fast pace, you are constantly changing and pivoting, et cetera. So you have to learn to love change a little bit. Um, (laughs) And then I would say, you know, rise to the challenge. Um, You know, there've been times where uh, tasks have been put in front of me and, um, you know, they're, they're lofty tasks and some might say those aren't doable and you got to have the right mental mindset. And my mental mindset is watch me. Right. So, Uh, um, you know, (laughs) be able to rise to that challenge a little bit, not get, not get down about, you know, the constant growth. Love it. So what are like some of the types of wellness programs um, that you have in place or people programs uh, that you have in place to ensure happiness in the workplace? Yeah. So first and foremost, I would say um, we really health is a top priority, especially now more than ever, I think for any organization. Um, but it's, it's been a constant health and safety has been a constant for us. So, um, when it comes to things like unlimited PTO, we have that in place. I think that has been a little bit of a struggle for people during this pandemic in actually taking PTO. We've brought in consultants to speak on the topic, you know, with webinars, disconnect to reconnect and the importance of disconnecting. We've had some of our top C-suite talk about, you know, deleting their apps, deleting their email when they're on calls, right? I think it's really important to lead by example. We've also doubled down in investments such um, for other benefits, such as like um, Ginger for mental health. Uh, We did a sleep app as well um, in certain areas of the world where things got really, really bad. So Vietnam recently went through a very, very strict government lockdown. We made sure our employees had not only medical equipment, but um, food being sent to their homes. So we take health safety very, very seriously within our organization. Not just within our organization, though, I take it a step further. So um, last year, we actually also provided millions of dollars in PPE to those on the front lines. Um, So many, many of our clients um, and through a program that we called Got You Covered. Um, So that was that was a big deal as well. And that was for your for your clients there? The PPE side? Yeah. Wow. See, that's so amazing. We serve those on the front lines, right? And so it was really important that um, you know, our operations are up, we're running, but we're also recognizing our communities and our clients that are serving those communities. Yeah. 
You know, I run into this a lot um, with organizations, both that I work with and that I've been on the show as well. But it's like when we talk about happy workplace, so often we kind of default to our own internal team members. But really, we're looking at it from when when we look at it at a bigger scale, I should say it this way, when we look at it at a bigger scale, we're talking about happy workplaces, of course, inside, uh, you know, inside our walls, which is maybe not physical walls, but inside our own organization. But also, we're also talking about happy workplaces from a client perspective, from a customer perspective, and some of the things that we can do there to ensure that their cultures are great and that they're taken care of and they feel appreciated uh, from us as a company. So I loved that you said that. Uh, I didn't expect you to say that, but I I do love that you say that. And I want to talk a little bit more about Axon for a second um, to give a little bit more context to what you you all do. So uh, any of the listeners can go to Axon, A-X-O-N.com. And and on here, oh, it looks like you have an event coming up as well. Um, So on here, it says the tech suite for public safety. And you mentioned too that your, I don't know, you didn't say value, but one of one of your mantras, I guess, is to uh, make the bullet obsolete. And so I was looking through some of your products and stuff on how you are doing that. So why don't you tell the listeners what that means for someone who just heard that they were probably like, what? So what does that mean? And what kind of products do you guys have for that? Yeah, no, I love that question. So you're exactly right. Our mission is to make the bullet obsolete. Our vision is to protect life, protect truth and accelerate justice. What does that mean? What are our products do? So um, most people know us either our our bread and butter product is the taser. um, So less lethal weapon, Um, again, making that bullet obsolete. That said, we do so much more than just the taser. So um, we're becoming more and more well-known for our body cameras, right? That you see our footage all the time on the news. um, And really that, that footage I mean, quite frankly, drove some of the biggest uh, decisions probably made in some of the biggest cases that we'll see in the century um, and really accelerating justice. And so um, our products really drive change in in society and we're, we're working hard to solve some of society's biggest challenges. We also have software products as well. So some of the software products are records management systems. So automating a lot more of the work that the administrative work that law enforcement does Mm. after something happens, right? How do you take down what's on the body camera and automate into the records management system what's happening, what's happened in that scenario so that you can get law enforcement back on the streets to um, service the communities, right? Um, We've got other tools such as dispatch where, you know, Dispatch tools within law enforcement have not been updated in years. So think about a a SaaS technology tied with our cameras. How do you ensure that um, maybe that you're providing law enforcement officers with information as they arrive to the scene? So can they tap into someone else's camera and see what's going on and approach the scenario in a different angle? Can they be alerted to what's going on in the community, pulling in various data sets, right? 
So really, really cool stuff there. We're cool. also in the drone space. We're in the, uh, we just go across many, many markets. <laughs> it's pretty cool and remarkable. Corrections, fire and EMS, um, medical. Um, so really kind of that protect life is, is our key focus at the end of the day. I mean, I got the chills a couple of times when you were talking because it's just so cool. Uh, I mean, just it's, well, it's all for the good, right? So it's like, it's, I love meeting companies who just like do good in the world. And uh, Exxon's obviously one of those companies. So, you know, it, you have a great website. People should go check out their, check out your website regardless. Uh, and there's just a couple of things that you said that I want to highlight <laughs> again, which is, this whole, you know, there's a really great conversation about burnout with um, our frontline workers. Uh, you know, this conversation, we were having this conversation a lot in the medical field about five years ago, and now even more so. And, uh, but also, as we talk about frontline workers, it's been a really big conversation probably in the last five years, but, but growing as well. And so when you talked about, you know, some of like the administrative and the software that you have to kind of eliminate some of that, I want to say, or reduce maybe is a better word, some of that administrative stuff, you know, it's like frontline workers, let's just use a police officer for an example, think of the line of work because they love that type of work. Like, I don't right. know many police officers who get into that line of work and say, because I love writing reports, right. <laughs> you know? And so that's what leads to burnout is we have all of these other tasks that come along with jobs sometimes and um, people don't enjoy doing them. It's not, it doesn't fulfill their values. It's not the purpose of why they, they did something. So, you know, just, it may sound like, to, to someone listening and like, it might sound like, oh, that's pretty cool that they, that they provide software in order to do that. But I'm saying it's way bigger than that. Like way we're, bigger. you're solving a major, major challenge that we're seeing with frontline workers with burnout. So I honor you and I honor Accent for, for doing that and uh, really seeing the big vision there. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I, geez. There's like, <laughs> I have like five other questions. We're not going to get Go to them. We might have to have you back on the show. Uh, so we, since this is a little bit of a shorter show, but um, what, like, what advice do you have? Well, no, I'm going to ask this question, actually. Where do you see a happy workplace in 10 years? What does a happy workplace look like in 10 years? Yeah, I think I think one of the big things that companies are truly struggling with right now is um, moving into that hybrid work model permanently, right? And you've got remote workers, but then really empowering your remote workers to really create that balance, that work-life balance. If you're truly full-time remote. It's really, really hard, no matter what companies are putting in place, because it still falls back, I think, sometimes on the employee and kind of the actions that they take. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we've done a ton to try to support our employees and encourage them. They've got unlimited PTO, right, to really use it. But at the end of the day, they've got to they've got to do it. They've got to use it, right? Um, I think in 10 years, I think there will be, it'll become the new normal, um, you know, working remotely, working hybrid, et cetera. And I think people will become more um, used to it in a sense mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and get better at balancing the two in, in one setting. I hope. 
<laughs> yeah. So have you guys, have, has everyone, uh, is Axon Global? Is it? We're a global, global organization. Yep. So we do our own manufacturing as well. So manufacturing employees have been coming in, but our front of the house is still um, remote. We do plan to do a hybrid approach um, starting in the 2022 year based upon roles and, and what's needed in-house and what's not just hopefully with, with maybe the pandemic slowing. Sure. So, so were yeah. you hybrid before or did everyone no. come into an office? No. So this totally opened us up to more remote work, I would say. Um, you know, the CEO, if he had his way, we would all hundred percent be remote permanently. He thinks, ah. you know, it's, it's going great. But I, I'd say the flip side of that, not everyone loves being remote hundred percent right. of the time. So yeah. it's important to have that flexibility for your employees so that they can continue to thrive and innovate. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I love that. I love like that was so well said. There are certain things that um, research shows on the hybrid workplace or remote um, that we do really, really good at home <laughs> when we're remote. And there's some things that we do really, really good when we're in an office. And unfortunately, there's not like the balance um, of doing, you know, like, so for example, um, creativity, we tend to be a lot more creative and open to innovation when we are at home, or this is at least what research is showing. And it also, but when we're in the office, we're, here's an obvious one, we're, we're better at connecting with our, uh, with our fellow employees and coming up with solutions. So it's like, it's this weird thing because creativity, innovation is solutions, but we're doing it almost like in a silo and maybe doing it a little bit more creatively in a different way. Whereas if we're in the office, because we have that connection, we still come up with solutions, but they may not be as innovative as if we were being remote workers. So it's just real, as the research continues to come out, it is a really fascinating topic, really fascinating yeah. topic. And I know for me personally, like my husband will even say, you should go in the office. You're so much happier. <laughs> so I think it depends on the person, right? Totally. And I, I do feel that way because otherwise I'm in my office all day long, right? But if I get up and I have that little interaction with people, it totally changes your mental mindset. And that's Absolutely. really important too. Yep. All right. I have one last question for you. <laughs> If you were to describe a happy workplace in one word, what word would you use? I'd say fun. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. You got to have fun at work, right? Like if you're not having fun. You're not going to be able to be engaged and do your best work. And um, I was just having this conversation with someone the other day that, that, you know, that's, those are the jobs that you remember the most and it's the people yeah. that you're around and the fun that you had. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. It is true. As I, as I think back on my own uh, career being in an office or in that kind of environment, you're right. You are so right. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on Happiest Places to Work. Again, Elizabeth Hart, Senior Vice President of People for Axon. Check them out, axon.com. Thanks for being on Happiest Places to Work. Bye, everyone. Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. If you are a CEO, HR director, or wellness director for a successful company and would like to be on this program, please visit choose 
dashhappy.me slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag happiest places to work podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose-happy.me, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Amy N. Dix. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix, and we will see you next time.